Welcome or welcome back to Biracial and Bitchy, a show about holding multiple identities and reconciling them into one strong sense of self. And now your host, Nisha Balsara. Cam Cho, everybody, welcome or welcome back. I hope you had a great holiday. I hope maybe you had an, oh, let's take that again. I hope you had a maybe an okay holiday or maybe I just, I don't know, maybe not great. I hope maybe you just didn't get eviscerated by your racist aunt or uh, get into a fight at the table. I hope it was what it was and maybe that you ate something good. Holidays are weird, right? Holidays around this time are weird, especially if you're not, <laughs> if you've had a bad year, let's talk about how the Holidays culminates all the shittiness of the year because it is when everyone gets nostalgic. You're visiting old friends and family. We can see how much everyone has grown, how much everyone has flopped, and it's just a mm -mm -mm, a smorgasbord of comparison. My brain is hardly functioning. I have, Jesse and I, th this is the reason y'all never see our holidays, okay? You want to hear? You wanna hear really what's going on? Let me tell you. I thought we could catch up a little bit today and I could just give you some life updates, give you some Invisalign tea. We can talk drama, how I had to smuggle at least one metric ton of tampons to a party. And I have made an absolute incredible discovery of a hairdryer that has rocked my world, made me realize that I do not need expensive to have incredible fluffy curls. I spent some wonderful time in the woodlands. My mom has actually, requested that I start opening up more about our lives and um, talking a little bit more about what she's going through. So my mom, for the past several years, has been going through like a Parkinsonian-like illness called MSA. It is just the saddest thing in the whole entire world. Right before Thanksgiving, my mom had a speech therapy appointment, y'all. And my mom's so cute. She's just like this little white lady who's just so sweet and soft-spoken. She has a little French-Canadian accent, like a little sugar plum. But, you know, so when you live in the South and everyone has a Southern accent, it, has, it speaks very loudly, she can get kind of lost. So I wanted to take her to her speech therapy appointment because you know what? You know who can speak? Texas? Me. Me. We're at the voice therapist's office. Right, we get in. My mom is speaking very quietly because she's just a nice, soft spoken, and she also has MSA, which just starts affecting your vocal cords. And so you go to like speech and occupational therapy to increase the longevity of your life expectancy and your ability to function in the world. So sad. Thought this would be the worst part of the entire time that I had there. It was actually quite pleasant. The voice therapist, she was so cute, this little blonde Texans lady. It's just like going home after being in Los Angeles and being around the people that make me feel like home is so nostalgic. Ugh, I don't know, something in my little old lady heart was melting. I just go into, go into the woodlands is refreshing. Anyways, let's call her Tinsley. Tinsley, our vocal therapist, is running through the things asking my mom about the history. MSA comes up, it's very heavy, you know? We bring up MSA and everyone's like, oh shit. I mean, like, don't Google it. Maybe you should. Well, my mom wants you to. My mom wants y'all to be very, very aware of the symptoms, but like, I can't get into it, but you can definitely Google it on your own time. And maybe we'll have her on, we can chat about it. That is if she can get through her vocal therapy lessons without scaring the entire office. Back to our story. She's done some tests. Tinsley starts asking her questions. Okay, this coughing and um, trouble swallowing, when are you, when do you feel that these things are happening? And my mom says, oh, it's after I like eat or have something in my mouth. Tinsley's like, great. Give me the list of the top three things that 
make you cough or have trouble swallowing. And my mom says, oh, everything. Because my mom doesn't do the TH. Uh, toes, crackers. I am in the corner. My heart is beating. I am ready for Tinsley to be like, your mom has two months to live and to speak to you. So you better get all your talking and done now. You know, this, this is where your brain goes when your mommy is sick. Tinsley does this hard swallow as soon as my mom says the first thing. All the color is leaving her face. And I'm like, oh God, this is coming true. But I'm gonna cry. It's gonna be so sad. Tinsley looks at both of us and says, stop, 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 stop. Um, sorry, can we go through the first one again? My mom says, oh, crackers. And I say, no, 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 no. She said toast. Tinsley immediately is a pinked cheek again, takes a deep breath, sighs, and says, well, I'm not sure about the MSA, but we are gonna have to work on your percussive tees because I thought you said toes. I'm very happy to say that my mom did pass all the tests with flying colors, so her MSA is not affecting these things to a dangerous degree yet, which is a very happy thing, but um, she has been diagnosed with being 100% French Canadian. The percussive tease really <laughs> toast, toast. It was great. That, that was just, uh, just having, the experience of just watching my French-Canadian mother with my with her Texas speech therapist, Tinsley, whose name has been altered for privacy purposes, seeing them interact just really warmed and tickled a little place in my heart that I feel hadn't been healed in a very long time. There's nothing like getting older and being there. I feel myself considerably lucky getting older and having a decent relationship with my parents. I'd always prioritized family and I have to say, even when it was hard, even when I was angry or we had disagreements, I would always try to push to work through the things, to have the uncomfortable conversations, to be my authentic self. And a big thing was just, I never wanted my parents to die without knowing the real me because I really want to be loved for who I really am and to deny them the opportunity of that because we will have some arguments is way bigger of a risk, way bigger of a risk to me, especially being confronted with my mom's mortality, watching my parents grow older. And I have to say the earlier you can start, dude, like I think it's, it is probably one of the most common greatest fears is the people we love the most passing away, right? When we see other people going through that reality, it, it really shakes us to our core. The perspective I have as someone going through this who has always pushed because of those reasons to be seen, to be heard, to argue, to be loud, to risk being unliked with my own family makes this whole process so much better because it's just so much more honest and open and loving because I know I did my best. And so I just want to encourage you, if this is one of the things that keeps you up at night, what's going to happen when the people you love the most pass away? As someone who has lost so many people in the past couple years that I have loved dearly, all I can say is tell the people you love that you love them and who you really are as quickly as possible and as frequently as possible and let them really love or judge you for who you really are, not the person that you keep trying to be to keep the peace. <laughs> Let's talk about my Invisalign. I've had so many questions about my Invisalign. Um, I would love to do a whole entire podcast about it, but here's what I'm gonna say. I know my teeth are straight. This isn't some like cosmetic thing. Can everyone calm down? Oh my gosh, every Betty Sue has their underwear in a knot up their bum right now because I got Invisalign. Like, 
can everyone chill? Everyone knows I have TMJ. I have tried everything. Whenever I talk about having TMJ, people DM me a list of things that I have already done saying it'll fix it. My TMJ, I've been having, I can't, I'm not gonna go into it. We're not gonna go into it. It's not the episode. The Invisalign is what we're actually talking about. The Invisalign is actually for my TMJ. My teeth are gonna look the same. It is just most of my back teeth are being moved right now because of stress and not swallowing correctly, thrusting my tongue, not having the correct resting position for my tongue, sucking in my lips. All these reasons have made me shift my once straight aligned bite more and more askew. So we're just relining my back molars to touch properly because they only touch on one side, which has started basically completely weakening one side of my entire face and just gives me these horrible headaches. My like traps try to uh, compensate for the laxity and muscle on one side of my face. So they like overdevelop. This has all been the, it's just so much pain. And I was in so much chronic pain and it's so expensive, but like, I can already tell you it is a trip. It is a trip to have Invisalign. Um, one, I look like a teenager and everyone's like, I don't even notice it. I'm like, babe, come on. Cause it literally the, what I'm doing is like completely changing the position of my jaw so that my teeth can touch. It's not just like we're pulling in teeth, we're arranging things. It's a complete like jaw realignment. So we're pulling my jaw forward. <laughs> which is making me like realize how much I would suck in and bite on my own lips because now I can't do that because my jaw is starting to push them forward and I'm just like I feel like I'm all lips right now I feel like I'm all spit <laughs> I feel so ugly <laughs> the week before my period I feel so pre-pubescent but it has completely changed my jaw pain. And I have to say changed because now that I am realigning my bite, the side of my face where the muscles atrophied because they weren't touching are rebuilding. And it is, it's not the same pain that you have as TMJ. It is like a sore workout. Like my face constantly feels like I'm relearning how to speak. <laughs> Starting a podcast and doing Invisalign at the same time was so dumb, but you know what? As a child of immigrants, that's a weak ass reason to quit. So <laughs> we're going to keep on going. I'm not great at wearing it because a lot of my job is talking and I sound very different when I have the Invisalign in because it just collects all of my spit. And I just can't, I cannot, as someone who does work for companies and they want to use my voice or anything, I can't have me just like spitting. I just can't do it. And I'm just like, what am I going to do? Not make money? Like, what am I gonna do? Not pay my bills because I have Invisalign? No. So it might take a little longer. Um, I told Jesse it might take until next Christmas and I think he almost had a heart attack. Uh, he keeps saying he, he thinks I look perfect and beautiful and he's like, I actually like the Invisalign. I'm like, oh, okay, you're a liar. So I can't trust you, but we already knew we can't trust men, right? Anyways, um, Invisalign, great. What's next on the list? Oh, now we're in Boston. The first night we arrived to Boston, we go and see Jesse's friends as soon as possible because we love. Jesse's friends are great. Married him for his friends, among other things. But his friends, huge bonus. They're so cool. They're so funny. I don't think anyone is funny. It takes a lot. But these people, hilarious. But I embarrass myself every year in front of them. They are cooler than me. One thing about me, I'm never prepared to have a menstrual cycle. I'm starting to feel these little crampies. You know, right before it's going to be a Mount Vesuvius. And I text Jesse, we need to stop the car. Like, we cannot go over 
And I'm like, pull over the car, cut the cameras. I have to go get tampons. Why when you buy tampons, you can't, I mean, I get it. I get why. It, but like you buy tampons, can't buy like a cheeky, sneaky pack, right? You get enough for a cycle. You don't, you don't get like pip, pip, two. I'm carrying around like a fairly large purse, but not large enough to house 25 to 50 organic tampons. I have to get the organic ones. So guess what I'm doing on the side of the road in Boston while it's freaking freezing. I'm stuffing 30 organic tampons into my coach purse that I bought when I was 18. And it is filled y'all. It is plump. It's like, you know, when they stuff it with the paper bags in the Macy's department store, like before you buy it, packed kind of purse. But I think I'm safe, right? Didn't end up getting my period. Of course, of course, got it on my wedding day, but didn't get it when I had a thousand tampons that I just needed to use. I was like, you know what? I'll change a tampon every 30 minutes. We have so many. I thought for sure I'm having all these cramps. Jesse wanted me to throw them all away. And I was like, in this economy, absolutely not, babe. That is rich bitch energy and I just don't have it. We get to the house. Every fucking person's already there, of course. I am wearing a sweater, an undershirt, a hoodie, a vest, the hat, and a snow jacket. I get in there and everyone is just like wearing a t-shirt and jeans. And I look like the kid from the Christmas story. And Jesse's, of course, just wearing like one thin jacket. Every year. It happens to me every year. I am the Christmas story kid. And then I go to this house and I forget that no one dresses like that because I never grew up with snow. It was a fantastic time. We hung out with all of Jesse's friends. They are so nice to me. They listen to this podcast and they're so encouraging, which is great because I don't know if anyone likes the podcast because there is no communication between us. us. And people don't really like DM as much as they used to anymore. People really just want to give you your space on the internet now. And I'm like, no, no, like, like let's talk. Slip me a DM. Just kidding. <laughs> Watch everyone DM me after this. And I'm like, I'm overwhelmed. Don't send me one ever again. Oh, you wanna know what happened? We're at this great party, right? Everyone is so cool. Even the parents, all of a sudden, our officiant's mom, who's the coolest one of all of us, brings down my purse, which is a shitty coach purse I bought when I was 18. And it is stuffed to the gills. And there are tampons just peeking out of it at every little, cause they've just been jostled. And she says, whose fucking purse is this? It has been ringing constantly for the past 10 minutes. I jumped. I got out of there faster than a jackrabbit. I grabbed my purse, scoot booted and hopped up the stairs. <laughs> and lo and behold, this is the most embarrassing part of all. It is an alarm for my Lexapro. I had to dig through all these tampons and it's so loud. I'm just afraid of not taking it the same exact time every day. I don't even wanna know. Don't even DM me, don't tell me. Don't tell me, I don't wanna know. I like this accountability. I like the accountability of knowing that I might die afterwards, but I don't think that's actually what happens. So I had to dig through a sea of organic tampons because of course I'm not gonna buy another menstrual cup while I'm out. That's fiscally irresponsible. I just keep it at Jesse's mom's house. Anyways, now we're in Boston. We are having, oh, we had a second Thanksgiving dinner. It was delicious. We're hanging out with family. It's been a great time. I made the delicious discovery over this break about a hairdryer that changed my life, okay? And this is the last thing I have to leave you with. I have been trying so many diffusers and a diffuser is really gonna make or break your hair looking like it's done. If you get a good diffuser, you're, you're not like diffusing your hair like everyone like shows you how to do it like with bouncing the diffuser up and down. No, no, no. I'll show you later, baby. But like let mama show you before you buy it. I have tried so many diffusers. I've tried so many. I've tried so many for years. I've been, I've had this hair texture my whole life, okay? I didn't take my hair dryer because just wanted to take a small cheeky cheeky suitcase 
Didn't take a hairdryer. Found one in my old room in Texas. It is the Bedhead TGI and it like glows in the dark. <laughs> it is, it is the product of the early 2010s. This thing has blow dried my hair way, way faster than the Dyson, than my Babyliss, way faster than any of the other ones I've tried. I'm sure it's not as good for my hair because it's way more powerful and probably getting way hotter, but my hair's never looked better. And I just wanna say, curly girlies or wavy girlies, if you're thinking you have to save up for all these like fancy, fancy things, they don't make that much of a difference. I've seen so many people go through it and they're just buying what every influencer tells them to, what's the hot topic, what's the most people are talking about. That's, like, that's not how you find the good shiz, guys. You have to open your mind to not everything that influencers are touting, which is hilarious because I have done some influencing, but not everything that like influencers are touting are gonna be the best things in a whole world. Sometimes that cheaper hairdryer is gonna do better. Sometimes that cheaper gel is gonna do better. Um. Anyways, I hope any verbal evisceration from your uncle who was born before women had rights or uh, questions about, you know, intimate details of your life are really um, coming to a close. Hopefully you are in a safe place or around safe people where you can really be yourself and be loved for that. And I just want to encourage you, like, be present. Don't worry about the small stuff. The holidays are really a great time to just join together and push yourself. And you know what? You know what makes coming home, being in your own little space so much sweeter? Being uncomfortable for a little bit. I swear, being uncomfortable for a little bit and then coming home to your comfort, to your sanctuary, that is what keeps us young, the discomfort. So hopefully if you had a shite time this holiday season, <laughs> just remember that this absolute flop era of a holiday will lead to a sleigh. What goes down must come up bitches. So I'm excited for you to get back to your sanctuary, have some peace and survive this holiday season. Love ya. I don't know ya. Send me a DM on Instagram. Wishing you love, life and peace. Bye. Thank you for listening to Biracial and Bitchy. Be sure to rate us five stars because remember, karma is a relaxing thought. And do a bitch a favor. Share this episode with a friend. Bye.